Hey, welcome back to You're Making Me Hungry. Today's episode is featuring Jonathan Mistoe. He is the founder, organizer, kind of grand poobah of the RVA Podcast Network. He's also host of the Producers Podcast, where he interviews lots of like fascinating performers. And he's an improviser, regularly performing at the Coalition Theater. Um, so I hope you all enjoy this. Um, we're on the RVA Podcast Network. We appreciate all of the help that he's given us. And make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and thanks for listening. Bye. You're the biggest yourself, man. The biggest. Well, I wouldn't say I'm the <laughs> biggest, like, at all. But I fucking love Mr. Submarine. I go there once a week at least, sometimes twice. Is it a chain? Have we established whether it's a chain or not? It's not a chain, and there are, like, a couple knockoffs throughout um, Richmond. Like, there's one on Midlothian Turnpike. It's, like, 50% more expensive and garbage. Oh, no. It's funny because through my last job, I discovered this uh, sandwich shop in Brooklyn called Mr. Sub. And one of my favorite things is this dude has a blog where he'll just go off on these insane rants, mostly about, like, what's bugging him in the world. Uh, just want to talk about that place and their potato nuggets. It's a, it's a blog about Mr. Sub, but it, he also rants about his life. Kind of, yeah. Like, he went into a restaurant and didn't get the service he loved, and he went on for four paragraphs just about how the restaurant industry is going down. Oh, like, but not specifically. Is he Mr. Sub? He's Mr. Sub. Oh, he is oh. Mr. Sub. That makes sense. Okay. Does he own the sub shop? Mm-hmm. Mr. Sub? Yep. Oh. Mr. I Sub. love this guy. I yeah. feel like that's a person I want to know. What's his blog? Um, look up Mr. Sub, uh, Brooklyn, and then his blog would be somewhere on this page. Sick. Yeah, I, I, would, I wanted to do a stand-up joke about it, but I'm like, this is just, there's nothing like I can... It's so niche. <laughs> so, it's so niche, and it's so hard to just be like, look how crazy this guy is. Yes. We here at, um, You're Making Me Hungry are here today with Jonathan Mistoe. Hi. Yes. Who we wanted to talk to about food like we normally do. And your um, your your eating habits from when you were a kid. Yes. I'm a recovering so, picky eater. Yeah, recovering I'm, picky eater. Mm-hmm. We have to talk to not that many picky eaters yet. Yeah. We're talking to like kind of the opposite, which I was surprised. So, like, did you have your like go to picky eater kid foods, and like what were they? Um, <clears throat> I wasn't ever, I wasn't ever the like stereotypical like. Chicken nuggets, mac and cheese pizza kind of kid. Okay. But it was the idea that my family didn't cook, so it was, what oh. can we make? It's like protein, starch, canned vegetable. So mostly it was like potatoes from the box and like, uh, we just put this chicken and put like something on it and made it not raw anymore. <laughs> so it was never like a, oh, I'm making this dish and it's got this and this and vegetables. It's more like, here's the food I legally have to feed you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Not in a bad way, like, it was, you just, they don't know how to cook. What were, like, your holidays like? Like, who cooked for, like, Thanksgiving and... We always went out of town for that. Oh, really? Yeah. So other relatives would cook? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. okay, so... Then, when did stuff change, then, for you? So, it was around the time I was, like, about to graduate college. So I was seeing somebody who was very health conscious... So they made all my meals, and they had, well, they just, they made their meals, and they were like, well, I'm going to cook for you because 
I, I need to have this sustenance, and yeah. she would like really go in with all like vegetables and like making it very healthy in portions. And okay. uh, I was a pedicabber at the time, so I was eating oh, a lot okay. of food. So it was like just whatever I could get yeah. in there. Um, so around that time, she kind of welcomed me into like, oh, this is what healthy eating looks like and can do for you. And ever since then, it's been something that's been rattling around. And uh, over the past couple of years, I've taken it upon myself to like push, push and get to vegetables and get to. Uh, uh, making better choices and portioning and whatever I am actually eating. <clears throat> so do you cook a lot for yourself now? Or do you still eat out or? Well, I feel like I'm, I'm it's, it's that typical cliche of, oh, I'm so busy. I don't have time to cook. I don't have time to, to dedicate an hour to uh, not even shopping and picking up the things. And then oh, I'm going to make this before it runs out. I have that with food all the time. Food just goes bad in my house. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, I feel like we maybe all have that struggle. <laughs> but like being broke has really made me not do that. Because mm-hmm. I like I'll go grocery shopping. I'll spend like fifty dollars a week. That's like the most I try and spend. And then I just it's a bunch of frozen shit. Mm-hmm. But it's still like. It works. Like, frozen frozen vegetables and stuff like that. And then, like, a bag of chicken boobs. So I'll just, like, pull one out in the morning and cook it for dinner. What the heck is a chicken boob? Chickens don't have boobs. What's a chicken breast. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, the white meat, boneless, skinless. Really? And that's what you, that's your go-to? I mean, you I get, pre- like, the thighs or something I a little do, tastier? I do prefer thighs a lot. More. Um, they're way cheaper too, but they, cheaper. they never come frozen. I guess I could freeze them myself. Yes. See, but that's more work. True. I feel put like, it in the freezer. Well, I feel like I'd want to like prepare it and get it ready so that I take it out and all I gotta do is put it on. Yeah, I guess that's true. But you could also just like make a bunch of it and then like kind of you know yeah you could you could marinate it before you freeze it. Mm-hmm. See, but that that's where I run into like oh man that sounds something I. For some reason, it's this, it's this anxiety thing, which is a big thing for me with food, uh, where it's like, ah, this, this idea of doing this is a, is, is a big deal. Like, I tried to meal prep once, and it just went bad. I think sometimes, especially if you're just one person, because people are like, meal prep, it sell, saves all of your, like, it solves all your problems. I think meal prep is kind of overwhelming if you're one person, and you don't necessarily like to eat the exact same goddamn thing every day. Yeah. I cannot do it. Um, but I do kind of, like, halfway things, like, cook a bunch of meat, and then, like, I know I'm going to prepare it, like, a couple different ways over the next few days. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll do that. Or, like, things that are, like, easier to, like, mix and match. Like, I'm like, well, I might want to eat this chicken hot, but I might also want it later, like, cold on a salad. And then it's, like, that's a lot easier. Because, yeah, the meal prep thing when people are doing, like, like their lunch and their dinner, and they're, like, making all those, like, cubes. Like, you see it on, like, I don't know. You two are both men, so I don't know how often you're on Pinterest. But, like, awesome. there's always... There's, like, so much on Pinterest that is overwhelming it's like this is 14 days of food and it's just like a bunch of cubes of chicken and like that kind of thing and i'm just like that doesn't look good to me at all that like looks like you're making it for like a dog (laughs) (laughs) meal prepping lunch i can like understand yeah because like just eat a salad for lunch every day and you're you'll you'll feel healthy and you'll be good till dinner uh but like meal prepping dinners i could not eat the same thing for dinner Mm -hmm. every night Mm -hmm. but I, i was reading a blog about like make like, two different starches, two different proteins that are all interchangeable, and then, like, cook a vegetable every night, like, a different vegetable every night. Mm-hmm. And that's apparently... Maybe I'll try that. Yeah, that's good. And I also just, like, have my go-tos that are 
easy things that I know are fast. So if I don't have anything mm-hmm. planned, like something like salmon, it's like salmon to me always like looks good and it's fan- like seems fancy, but it's so quick to cook that I'm like, okay, I didn't have to like worry about defrosting it the night before, doing anything like that. Yeah, you can like pull it out Just when you get like, home from work. I'm done. Yeah. And, and then, then that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see that's the thing for me. Um, I won't even take that stuff. I'll just find the easiest things that I can prepare, like a frozen thing. Like, yeah, if it comes from the healthy aisle, I'm like, oh, this is a good choice. And I have these like <laughs> little Indian ones that they're like four minutes in the microwave. Right. Super easy. Oh, and my other thing though, I guess that's weird, is like I really don't like using <clears> the <throat> microwave. I know it's fine, but like for anything like that, I'm like, mm, can't we do it on the stove? Mm-hmm. Like, like isn't it like to me? I feel like it like tastes better. So I'm like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's not soggy. Yeah. But I love me some leftovers in a microwave, though. Mm. Like, take out in a microwave, yeah. Ugh, I hate leftovers. Whenever I go out to eat, I, I will... leftovers? Yeah. Even, like, when I'm, like, full of shit, I'll just keep eating. Because I know if really? I take it home, I'm not going to eat it. I love a leftover. Unless it's Mr. Summery. Ugh. There I just... Or, I'm, I guess, I'm, pasta. I'm jealous of leftovers, because I haven't had a... I haven't had a leftover... How long have I been I haven't had a leftover in, like, three years. <laughs> I don't know. Like, there's not... There's not food leftover, ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I continually run into the idea of um, having too much, or having too much food. Like, I buy too much, or I have too many leftovers, and I just never eat it. It's kind of similar. Um, I feel like the the... One thing with food is, like, choosing what to eat is a whole thing. It's like, oh, I had chicken yesterday, I don't eat it again today. And then it just sits longer. Yeah. That's true. I think that's hard. Yeah. I think it's also harder if you can only go to the grocery store, like, most of us are busy. We can only go to the grocery store, like, once a week Mm -hmm. at at most. It's a lot easier if I have time and I can go, like, every other day practically and just kind of of get as I go because then I'll eat it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But... Get the it's fresh harder. stuff every day. It's harder. It's also, um, the grocery store in general is annoying to me. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like, I like Aldi. I like the small ones. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then that way I feel like I'm like, I'm in and I'm out and done. And then it's fine. Yeah. I don't think I really like Aldi that much. Really? Yeah. Uh, I like it more than Lidl. I like, I can't stand Lidl. I can't either. Why do you not like Lidl? What's wrong with Lidl? I've only been in there like twice. It's too big and I don't get the layout of it. Yeah. But maybe it's because I've only been there once, and I, like, I only went for three things, and it took me 30 minutes to find mm-hmm. them all. I don't like their private <laughs> label process. I did a I did a project where I uh, was for a company where we bought one of every single item in their store, and, what? like, uh, put it into a computer system and took pictures of it for, like, a database, and I was just like, I saw, I've seen everything, and it's just like... I feel like you would not want to eat anything from there ever again if you mm. looked at it like that. <laughs> well, and then the the funny thing was, we bought an extra thing of beer, because they have their own, like, offering beer. Sprint Light was the one. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a four, it was a 48-pack, and I got through, like, 12 of them. It was so bad. I couldn't it was get really my, not good. I couldn't oh. even get my roommate at the time to, to, to drink it. <laughs> I haven't like, had any of the off-brand kind of, like, private label. label. Maybe that should be a thing that we try in, in a future episode. The, Some like, of those, like, the Aldi yeah. brand beer, like, what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Ooh, that would be fun. Get, uh-huh. like, their Blue Moon. Yeah. Compared to a real Blue Moon. Although, Blue Moon basically, like, straight up broke my heart. That's, like, when I first, like, started to get into drinking beer that, like, wasn't, like... 
I don't know, Bud Light, like, when Blue Moon was, like, owned by, like, the different company before they got bought out, it was so much, everyone says that, but it really was, it was so much better, it was so good. They changed the recipe? Yes, it's just just different. They'll say that they didn't, they'll they'll say that they didn't, but I think it's just, like, maybe it's just on a larger scale and can't, can't be as good as it used to be, it was so delicious. And that used to be a thing. Y'all, y'all are both younger than I am, so you don't you don't know what what it was like when it was like oh, and they gave you with the orange peel, and everyone was like oh, look, it's like a fancy beer with like an orange peel. Because I don't know, we're in college and morons. <laughs> when like when Blue Moon was like craft beer. Yeah, because that that was that was just like that was like all we had. There weren't like in Gainesville, Florida, there were zero breweries. Like, now they have some, but, like, there, was, there wasn't a brew. Like, we didn't know that there were people that like, cared about, like, what beer tasted like. Oh, my gosh. It's taking me back. I think that might have, they might have changed the recipe before I even started drinking. Probably, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's been owned by whatever big company for, like, a long time now. Yeah. Huh. So we always ask a few questions. Sure. To everyone. Are you allergic to any food? Not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm like a doctor. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I, I don't think there's anything I'm allergic to. Nothing's ever hit me the wrong way. Okay. So, what foods do you hate? Hate. Hate. I feel like that that means like which ones have I tried and I'm like no. Yeah, yeah. I think that's um, a very good assessment of it. Peas. Peas. Peas are disgusting. Have you had fresh peas? Probably not. All right. I. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so that's the thing. Is like all, yeah. my, all of my context is built on like the probably the, one of the worst versions of a thing. Um, broccoli. 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 To all me versions is, of broccoli. Oh, what I've had. Like, you have, you had. Have you had it covered in cheese? Probably not. Oh boy. Never, oh. But also, so this is like I uh, so go back to like when I was in college and I was like uh, twenty two. Like I already had all these notions, so I would never, mm-hmm. never try. And ever since then, it's like I've been trying different things. Like some of the some of the foods I've had for the first time, the age I was will probably surprise you guys. Um, but like I wouldn't even I wouldn't even try because like I won't like it. I won't like it. And so I, I just never I've never like oh make me some good broccoli. Let me let me, let me try that. I was oh always just gosh. like yeah I don't like that immediately. Um, but I could probably just list off a lot of vegetables that I don't like. But when I when I think about hating, it's like these are the experiences that I've had. Peas and broccoli are the two Peas big ones. I have to say, out of, like, all the vegetables in the world, like, especially, like, raw broccoli, not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Like, a raw broccoli is not my favorite. I love broccoli. See, I like it in a lot of, like, things, and I definitely love it with cheese. I think it's great. Like, it's, like, the perfect compliment because it's, like, kind of a little bit bitter with, like, a creamy cheese. That's good. And, like, I like a lot of things that have peas in them, but I wouldn't maybe, like, want peas as, like, a side. No, the definitely You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the way that some people do it. Definitely fresh peas, though. That's a, that's an experience that they're like, they're so sweet. They're yeah. sweet, like a fresh peas, like even in like a they do them in like a salad. Yeah. that's delicious. Are they mushy? No, no they're like not at all. Like I mean, I mean, yeah, they're like mushy. crispy. Yeah, uh, they're, they're s- really good. And also cauliflower is another one. Oh. Um, that the girl I did in college, she made. She's like, I want to try to make this mashed potato, uh, this fake mashed potatoes. It's made out of cauliflower, and I, ever since then, I'm just like. Fuck cauliflower. This stuff is nasty. It was weird. not. It was I eat, I eat that like <laughs> I eat that maybe like three times a week. Cauliflower, I eat that, like yeah, ma- like like mm-hmm. fake mashed potato cauliflower. Oh, I eat yeah. that like maybe three times a week. It's mm-hmm. like one of my favorite things. Okay. I'll have that for breakfast sometimes. I do it in breakfast. 
I, because I missed, because I was doing low carb for such a long time that I was just like, I miss like oatmeal and like porridge and all that stuff. It's like so bad. Like I would think about it all the time. And like I wish, just want one thing of oatmeal. So I would like do the cauliflower, like almost like, like grits and then do it with like cream and like put like cream, Parmesan cheese and then crack and do like a fried egg on top. Ooh. So good. So good. See, but that, that's the thing that I realize is if you do it right, it's got to be better. And I don't know. Um, I feel like you would like a cauliflower if we roasted you some cauliflower. If I did. Yeah, or like mm-hmm. grill it. Mm-hmm. A little bit of curry cauliflower. Oh my gosh. Brussels sprouts are the same thing. I, I love Brussels sprouts. Okay. Oh, now, that's awesome. But because I had them correctly, I worked at this Mediterranean restaurant that, I mean, they fried them, but I've had them like not fried. I'm so excited when people say they, they love Brussels sprouts because they're so good. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. roasted ones with like bacon and like onion. Oh. A little bit of salt, a little bit of yeah. use, use a lemon vinaigrette. Yeah. Oh, my favorite thing to make is Brussels sprout hash, and it'll be like Brussels sprout, either ground beef or ground lamb, sweet potatoes. Uh, I like to put pine nuts and like uh, charred red onions in there. You just fry it up, throw a little vinegar on there. It's so good. I don't know so what good. a pine nut tastes like. Like, is that weird? Like, I know I've eaten them because they're in pesto, but like, I couldn't tell you like what a pine nut tastes like. Like, what? Any you, that is. If we gave you three different nuts like, that all look like a pine nut. I would be nut. like, I don't know which one it is. I tried them. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Is it like a nut? Is it actually a nut? It's a seed, I think. Pine seed. But aren't, aren't oh, all nut seeds? Oh, shit. God damn it, Frank. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I asked on an earlier podcast, like, how, how do you ferment a tomato? And everyone's like, just like you ferment anything else. And I was like, oh. I, like, never, like, I really still was, like, I don't know, but I don't understand. What do you mean? Like, you can't put it in. Well, this is a, this is a different fermentation than oh, yeah. what I was doing Tom last time. Tom is holding up, um, a bunch of fermented. I need to turn it over. A scary fermented honey, jar. Honey fermented blueberries. I just started it yesterday, and I'm very excited. I'll be ready on Monday. I just, like, still think, like, how do you know that that's not going to go bad? I mean, there's no guarantee that it's not going to. I'm actually afraid these might go bad. Because there's air in it, and I... I guess honey, how much of that is honey? It's... So I filled it halfway up with blueberries, and then, like, three quarters of the way with honey. Oh, so there's, like, absolutely no water. I mean, there's water in blueberries, but... But so what's going to happen is the lactic acid from the blueberries will, like, start breaking down the honey, and it'll turn into, like, honey syrup, basically. That's... But it'll have, like, a weird fermenty funk to it. Yeah. And people do it with, I mean, you can do it with anything, but people do it with garlic. And, like, there's people that have had it for ten years. That, I mean, And they just keep sense. adding garlic and adding honey. Yeah. So it's like a, it's like a sourdough starter, basically. Yeah. It makes sense, though, because honey is naturally, like, antimicrobial, antibacterial and stuff. Like, you can use it to, like, keep a wound clean. Yeah. Like, and the honey, and the reason why I learned this, the reason why is because when honey reacts to anything that has water in it, it actually starts to form, like, a weak hydrogen peroxide solution. So it's actually, like, a little bit disinfecting. So it makes sense that that wouldn't, if, as long as there's not too much water in there, it makes sense that that would, like, be fine forever. Like, people would, like, they would, like, preserve, like, like, I think it's the Egyptians would preserve, like, bodies and honey and stuff. That sounds delicious. Which, I yeah, would probably be pretty funky <coughs> and some blueberries in there. <laughs> yeah, just put some blueberries in there and make it, it'd be, 
oh god, someone would probably try to make mead or a beer out of someone. <coughs> that would be like the next thing in Richmond. Like we have a meadery. We're that making we're making, bo- we're making booze out of corpses. That's probably not allowed. That has to have been done privately in someone's backyard in the last ten years. Yeah, we're just we're making pop pop into <laughs> come into on out the barbecue. Ah. Okay, this is one of my favorite things to ask about. What's your go-to fast food? Fast food, interesting. So uh, when I was seeing that person, I stopped eating fast food because she didn't eat fast food, so we okay. went. And then I got back into it a little bit uh, like two years ago, and about three months ago, I stopped going again. Okay. So, I, in terms of fast food, I mean, would Chipotle count? We need we need a drive-through. Chipotle Chipotle is a, an acceptable thing to like and everything, but we need a, like a drive-through. Okay. I think is our, our right. Are yeah, yeah. So yeah. I have two answers. Then I have the one that I the, my go to, and then I have the one that I like to go to often, but I can't because it's too much. Okay. That one is Wendy's. Wendy's is too much, but I love. Well, that was my first job, so I like. <laughs> so I worked there a bunch, and actually, I found my favorite sandwich because someone I gave it to somebody in the window, and they're like, "This isn't what I ordered," and they handed it back, and I'm like, well, "I'm gonna eat this." And I was like, oh, this is the best sandwich ever. Like, the way they, the way they got it customized. Which was very simple, but it was like, my simple brain was like, perfect. What was it? Just a chicken sandwich with uh, cheese. But like, everything. I had never thought of a cheese on a chicken sandwich before. I, 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 like cheese on a, I like cheese on a chicken sandwich. So to have that combo there, I was like, this is what I eat forever now. And that's mm-hmm. what I do. My, my go-to, the one that I would cave if I was like, in the right space with the right people, is McDonald's. Of course. Oh, okay. That's a that's a popular choice, and everyone knows how I feel about McDonald's. I love it. I have been craving McDonald's. We should go. Um, once Tom and I were meeting another friend, and we thought we were going to go get sushi, and the sushi place was closed, and then they, at first they said, let's meet at the McDonald's parking lot to find a different place to have lunch, and then I immediately got a text message that says, we're just having McDonald's now, and I was so happy, because it was the, the classy McDonald's on, what well, I think it was the classy McDonald's, the one in Perrytown, on yeah. Perry Street, because that one has like a fireplace. Yeah, it, it has like, like a little really lounge, nice. uh, armchairs, I think. Yes, that is that is one of my favorite things, and I also because I was with all y'all did not feel bad about ordering as much food as I did, because I think both of them ordered. Um, I think you both ordered like more than one sandwich or something, mm-hmm. and then I think I had a sandwich and what I like to do, which is have um, a side of the nuggets in addition to my sandwich. That's the best thing. What's the most amount of chicken nuggets you've eaten in one sitting? Uh, like at a place or at like frozen chicken nuggets at home or from a place from a place probably a 20 piece from McDonald's oh well uh long probably like it was my friend's like 12th birthday party they got a Chick-fil-A nugget tray so that might have been it oh that's my answer I still go Chick-fil-A yeah controversial (laughs) yeah but I try not to go and, but it, it calls to me sometimes. It does. I, 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 like, no. I crave it, and I'm like, I'm not, I, I just can't do it. Yeah, I just, like, because I, I feel like that'll just open the floodgates. Yeah, and they're like, like, oh, I don't give a like, fuck. No, no. And then I'll be like, no, no, this is, you're bad people, let's not go. Um, the reason I asked is because, how many do you think, what do think my answer is that chicken egg question? 56. I feel, like, I feel like it's, like, in the high 40s. Yeah, so, uh, I've done, I've almost done it once, and I did it twice, 50. I did, I did, I almost said it once, and then I did it once. Um, one time, I, it was just a random September day in high school, and they had, they, I went to the drive-thru, and they had, um, a 50-piece offer for, mm-hmm. like, three kids, like, 
hell yeah, let's do it. I can, whatever I don't need, I can just like save or give to whoever. And I got to I got 47 and my grandma took three <laughs> and I couldn't finish it. <laughs> so then fast forward to February and I'm not joking. They had a Valentine's day special for a 50 piece chicken nugget. And like, you got like two, two drinks with that. I didn't get the drinks, but I was just like, I'm doing this. And then I ate all 50. I think that's, I feel like problem. I could eat all 50 too, but I don't think I've, I think I've eaten definitely more than 20 McDonald's chicken nuggets before in one sitting, but I don't, and I think I could eat 50 if properly motivated, but. I don't think I could do it now. I think if I was just like, if I like had the day off and I was doing nothing but watching TV, I could eat That's my proper motivation. Yeah, that's my proper, and I, I feel like I would feel good about my choices. But I did it with, I didn't, I did it with like a two hour period. <laughs> like one sitting. I mean, I know you'd be sitting down like if you were yeah. off all day, yeah. but I mean like one, like a, one, like I'm sitting down to eat and then I'm done. No, that's, I would treat it like a bowl of popcorn and I would People, just. yeah. <laughs> shoving mouthfuls of chicken Because I've eaten 20, 20 pieces like on multiple, <clears throat> it's not like I did that like just one time and I was like, I'm crazy. Like, no, no, we used to take them and go to the movie theater mm-hmm. and just like eat them. Like 20 pieces might yeah, be fall order. Piece. Yeah. That's. Oh, it's interesting when people say, like, in one sitting, but, like, if you're sitting on your couch and you don't get up, and it's, like, been four hours, that's still, like, one sitting, right? Yeah. Yeah. But if you're, like, doing, like, 12 this hour, 12 this hour, 12 this hour, I feel like it's a little... I feel like that's a little bit, like, you're just trying to be, like, some sort of endurance eater. Not that that doesn't sound like a great time. Yeah. (laughs) I would totally do that if I had the time. Would you be... Do you think you... If you lived your life differently, you'd be one of those people that could be a comp- competitive eater. Oh, I love competitive eating <laughs> so much. Taylor did a sketch about competitive eating. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Joey Chestnut. Oh, Joey Chestnut. That's a name. Um, comp- no, I don't think so. I don't think I, I don't think I have the ethic to exercise the amount you need to. I probably throw up way too much, so I don't <laughs> think that'd be good for me at all. See, I hate throwing up so much that I think that that might be, like, an advantage. Like, because I felt like I know that I would feel better if I threw up before in many situations, and I'm like, I just can't do it. So I feel like I could really do it if that, maybe this will be my next move, my next move in my second stage of life. Competitive eating. Yeah. First time I ever saw a competitive eater, he ate five giant Chipotle burritos in like 10 minutes. That's disgusting. That's, that's really impressive too. And he was, then he was just like... I did it. Because that's not one, that's not like the hot dogs where you could like, like, you know, the hot dogs, they dump them in water or whatever. There's like, there's nothing that's going to happen with if you dunk a burrito like that in water. And he didn't. And he also drank like a large Coke with it too. The one that blew my mind was just one on TV once. I'll never forget it. It was like, it was this man that just, he ate, he straight up ate like five bowls, but it was five bowls of mayonnaise. Ugh. And so it wasn't <laughs> even more like, you know, like how much? Because I think you, because they weren't. They were big bowls, but they weren't, like, crazy huge. But it was just, just like, that's an all-a-mental game then, to just get keep going with it. And he was just, like, wolfing it down. And that was the most impressive thing I've ever seen in my entire life. You know, the worst part about that is that's not his first time eating five bowls of No, because how would you know oh that you'd be able God. to do that? That dude goes through Hellman's like crazy. Yeah. Oh. And he looked like... Just drinking out of a squirt bottle. And I remember him looking... Like a straight up vampire. Like he was not like a like a big. I, get, I think people like have this like state fair idea of like what a eater. He looked like like long black hair, just intense. Like oh, he just probably does this at home. 
It was. I'll Matt. have to find. It, I'll have to find the clip and send it. Maybe we'll throw it up on like our Facebook page. The uh, <laughs> the dude who ate the burritos is Matt Stoney, and oh, he's okay. like super thin. Like he's in great shape. A lot of them are little. <clears throat> yeah, I think that, that was the same competitive eating program that I watched once. That was like competitive eaters, but also like they had a bear, um, a bear competitive eat against like Kobayashi. <laughs> And, like, the bear won. And the thing about that that I kept thinking about is, like, the bear did not know he was in a competition. <laughs> he was hungry. Like, I still, like, think, I was like, the bear was, like, not, like, this is, like, this is not a game I can win. Ready? Go, okay. <laughs> That's what I always think about horse races, too. Like, when, like, people are like, oh, like, this horse is lost. I'm like, they don't know. They have no idea. They have no idea. They're just running. Seinfeld has a good joke about that. It's like, easy, boys. Let's, let's, let's worry about our health. It's all the same oat bag at the end. It's all the same. That's so true. Okay, so, I don't even know this. Do you drink? Are you a drinker? Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you eat when you are drunk? Oof. Um, so, there are, there are two ways to go about it. It's like, am I at home or am I eating something when I'm out? When I'm out, it's obviously going to be like, what's convenient? Okay. Um... And I always do, like, try to stray on, like, what's cheap? What what would give me uh, what I would want under $10? Okay. Which is, I don't know if that's the best way to look at food. When I'm drunk, definitely. <laughs> um, Quidova is a, a common stop. Okay. It's open late. Christians is a thing that, two after our bar school's at two and we go Christians, out. Christians? <clears throat> yeah, that's a choice I haven't heard. They, go, they, they have decent And they're drunk. open super late, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're open to, like, three, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then if I'm at home, it's like mac and cheese, or I've been, uh, what I'm doing is I'll make like a small thing, so like I have bagels, and like some lunch meat, and like cream cheese, hummus, something to dip into the hummus, I might do one of those like frozen Indian meals. Last night, I had a leftover sandwich from Pops. Okay. Uh, went there for lunch. Pops is the shoot. They have some of the best sandwiches, and then also... Even I very rarely am I very excited about a salad. Their freaking salads are the bomb. Really? They're amazing. Yeah, they have really good ones. I, I, I definitely try to keep it simple. It's funny because mac and cheese used to be a thing that people knew me for. Oh, really? Well, because I, I would go to Costco and get one of those big boxes so I didn't have to keep going. We give me a 24 and I just line my shelf with it. And then anytime somebody came over to do my podcast, it would just be like, holy fuck, what's going on here? And I'm like, don't look at it. <laughs> just leave it alone. Because this is my thing. Next like 12 boxes of just dry pasta because I love pasta. Oh, okay, so you're a pasta fan. Absolutely. Do you have a favorite shape? Penne. Penne? Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Do like you have the, a favorite shape? I like the corkscrews. Those are nice. Those, Those are just easy to form. Which one? Which corkscrews? The, like, macaroni corkscrews. Oh. But, those are my favorite as well. Captivi, I think they're called. I have. There's, yeah. there's too many. Those names. are my favorite of the of the pastas as well. I like them. I I also like the ones that look like little bow ties, but just because they're cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are <laughs> like my favorite for pasta salad. Yeah, I like to spear them in the middle because there's like that groove where you can get the two metal prongs in the pasta and the two on the outside to surround it. Ooh, I love a pasta. A good pasta salad. When someone has a good pasta salad, that's the most exciting thing to me. Mayonnaise or oil based. What's your what's your choice? Oil. I think for pasta salad, actually, I think I like a lot of the oil based ones better, even though I love mayonnaise. Because mm-hmm. I want that, but then I want something else that is like a mayonnaise based thing to like also yeah eat. Like a potato salad. Like a your, potato salad. I love potato salad. Me too, and I like my potato salad with some hard boiled eggs in there. 
I like my tuna salad with hard-boiled eggs. I also like that, too. That sounds good. There was a point where I wouldn't even eat a potato salad because it had the word salad in it. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't physically eat a salad. What about egg salad? Or okay, egg salad I could do just because I grew up with that, though. I grew up with good... I, so my grandma could kind of cook. So there's a couple different things that she makes that are either in the same vein as the way I would eat, but also would get me a little bit out of there. Mm. Okay. Do you eat breakfast? Not really. Okay. No one eats breakfast. No one eats breakfast. What's wrong with all of you? I, um... I don't want to do it in the morning, because my morning is hashtag just so that I can wake up, have my coffee, shower, get dressed, and go to work. Like, that's all that I have time for. And so, there's no time to make anything at home, and I don't want to wake up earlier. I've, cho- I've chosen to not have it. And then when I get to work, there's no time to eat and make anything. But then, once you get to work, <clears throat> my issue with not having breakfast is that if I worked, anytime I've worked kind of a, like a more 9 to 5 or an office job... By the time it's 10 o'clock, if I don't have breakfast, I'm starving and I want to kill someone. What do you do? Do you have a snack there or I, no? Sometimes I'll have a protein bar, but I'm also, I drink a lot of coffee in the morning, so it's like if I eat something, it's going to make my coffee taste different. You're just not, yeah. So I'm like, let me just get through this, this coffee. And then around noon, I'm like, I'm going to go get something for lunch real quick. Okay. That makes sense. Do you take your lunch to work or do you normally go out to somewhere? Half and half. But again, I don't make a lot, so it's like, I'm bringing a frozen Indian yeah. dinner. And or, then you're just going to make away that. Yeah, basically, I'm there. Because it's easy. It's, it's, it's simple, and it's not that bad. It's quick. Quick. They have a lot more lunchtime to watch YouTube on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> See, sometimes, food, I'm sure you guys talk about this, but sometimes food is like a, a thing that I need to do, and I just do it. And then sometimes it's like, this is something that I need to take care with. And I think it's been a lot of... I do this because I need to, mm-hmm. and it's becoming more of a thing that I'm trying to get into the place where it's like, I take care for this. Like, I had a conversation with a coworker about, uh, it wasn't your typical vegan conversation, but it was more like, I've thought a little bit about the idea, because uh, I have some friends who eat that way, and it's harder to eat with them. And so, uh, and I want to change my habits. So, like, one thing I'm looking into doing is, what are some options I can do that have, like, a vegan version of this, or something that's healthier? than what I'm doing. Mayonnaise is a perfect example. What's the healthiest version of mayonnaise I can get? Because I probably wouldn't notice the difference. I can guarantee you that you would notice the difference. Although it's fine that there are people in the world that are vegan. We're friends with some of them. <laughs> I just don't know, understand the... Del- to me, I would like not make anything that was mayonnaise-based if I was vegan. Because I was like, there's no point. I would just find things that maybe are naturally vegan mm-hmm. and do it that way. Because... I just, like, think there's no comparison. It's just, like, some of the things... Although I have had some good fake cheese in the world, but it's just... It's not going to be the same. Like, sure. the, those cashew cheeses... I haven't had any of those. Delicious! They're good. I was like, I'm not vegan. I would eat those. Um, but I think that I, I love too much eggs and dairy to ever really do real vegan stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I could do vegan. Mm-hmm. I could maybe do vegetarian, but... Like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Well, see, that was the thing. It's like, I'm never going to be able to give up meat. Like, that's something I'm always really? going to have. But I feel like there are some things I could make a better choice with. And I feel like starting with, like, looking at, like, a vegan thing or something that doesn't have certain things in it just opens the door to, like, what's the best version I can get of this thing? What's the healthiest version? Yeah. I mean, you could go the other way, though. There's, there's, you could come to the dark side and do, do keto meals. That's, like, basically the opposite of being vegan, and people say that that's very healthy. I feel like I've been, I feel like I've been close to that with, like, what I actually just choose. (laughs) 
it's yeah, it's it's hard, and also, and all every diet I think has a, an, a way of eating has its own hard and annoying mm-hmm. things about it. With keto, it's like, what do you eat when you're on the run? Mm-hmm. Nothing, <laughs> barely. You yeah, have, what what could you like? What were your snacks when you were doing keto? You have nuts. You know, beef jerky, which I do not actually really even like beef jerky. I'm not a huge fan. Um, I like some of the fancier beef jerkies, but not like the ones that you just get at the gas station. Mm-hmm. Even some nuts aren't, aren't even that great for keto because they still have car- like you can't get, I can't get oh, a, yeah. a honey roasted peanut. I love a honey roasted peanut, but like, it's just like no, it's covered in sugar. Um, you could eat a pork rind, a thing that I never thought I would be eating in my life ever, and I learned to actually kind of like those. Um, you could get hard boiled eggs. Better places and get them and just be the weird person eating a hard boiled egg. The weird person buying hard boiled eggs at a gas station. Yeah. Oh, I've seen those. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. I yeah, appreciate that's, you saying that. That's, I don't think I ever actually bought them at a gas station, but I definitely got them like at like a deli in the morning, like in New York City, when everyone else got like bagels. And they were, like, really good bagels. And I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> Why do I need the sustenance? Yeah, and I remember eating, like, the, um... I'll never forget it, because I, like, ate the, I ate those. But I also, they had, like, the little containers, like, little plastic containers of cream cheese for everyone. And I remember, like, taking one of those and just, like, eating the cream cheese, too. <laughs> because that's, like, a thing that you can eat on keto. And, like, just being, like... Just don't look at me. Like, everyone. I, I pictured you getting them at the counter, just, like, trying to eat them real quick before anyone would see. Yeah. Is there keto bread? You can... I don't know if anyone's selling them in stores yet, but you can make it. I've made it before. It's it's pretty good. Or the what's delicious are the crackers that you can make, which, I don't know, one day, if, if we do have a Patreon, maybe I'll put that up there. Because that one is, like, actually my recipe. Like, I never had a recipe for anything. Nice. I made it up myself. That's like a keto cracker, um, and they're like everything bagel flavored keto crackers, and they're delicious. Yeah. And they have a lot of almond flour in them. But, yeah. But then I'd have to just, like, you have to make your own crackers. How, 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 like, soul-crushing is it to be like, okay, I'm making all these crackers now. And how many, how long does it take, life. how long does it take to make how many? Like, what's the average? Well, it's like you make, like, a tray of them, but then I just, like, immediately want to eat, like, all of them. A tray is one serving, it sounds like. A tray is probably not one serving, but I would, like, <laughs> eat, eat a bunch of them. And then if you were, at the time when I started doing this a lot, my boyfriend also was doing keto. And he'll just eat, like, all of them, and he'll be like, these are really good, do you have any more? And it's just like, no, I just, like, sat there and I cut all these, I cut crackers out and made them. And now they're all gone. Um, but... Those are like I might make some of those soon, like because I will make those for people even if they're not doing like a low carb thing because they're just good, yeah. And they're good if you're gluten free too. Because mm-hmm. I know we have a lot of people in our lives that are gluten. A lot of people with I guess everyone has food things. I was thinking some sort of dietary restriction. I don't actually have any. I neither do you. No. Neither do you. But I feel like everyone in our circles has can't eat something. Yeah. We're talking about Kim and her allergies on an earlier podcast, and other like half of my friends I feel like are vegan, mm-hmm. and I just have to be like, well, we can both have a salad <laughs> together. <laughs> together, let's go chopped, y'all. Yeah, I've never been there. <clears throat> I highly recommend it. Oh, okay, good to know. If I invited you to a dinner party, and it was like a or a potluck, what would you bring? What would you bring to wow me and all of my guests? I would bring mashed potatoes. 
Mashed potatoes. So I worked at this restaurant called Commander's Palace mm-hmm. in New Orleans. It's like a bougie restaurant. I did a lot of the like production work, like a lot of stocks and stuff. And right next to the, the kettles was the mixer for the potatoes. And I got to see them make it all the time. I got to like, try it. And so uh, I saw like a lot of different versions. And so I think um, my... So I put in like... Uh, quote unquote the whole cow like sour cream milk butter and then uh, like a Dijon mustard like a honey mustard and you put just enough in to get a little taste that sounds delicious that is a nice little tip right there I would be all over that so that's my that's my go to now do you as a result only know how to make like a ton restaurant serving style of it because of that (laughs) because I feel like sometimes that happens with people that cook in restaurants they're like and here I made all this and it's like but this is like uh, 50 for 50 people. I uh, one time I had a friend visit and I uh, we made dinner and I made the potatoes and this again I was a, I, I was a pedicabber so I was eating a lot of food so I gave him this mountain and he was like how am I supposed to eat all of this uh, but I made so much so I was like oh you dole out all of it kind of thing no leftovers so yes <laughs> I make things in giant amounts. That's, that sounds like a good time, though, eating those mashed potatoes. Yeah. So you lived in New Orleans. Did you get to try a lot of the food culture there? Um, I'd say a decent amount. I definitely, that was a time where I was like, I want to experience this because I know this is something. I've That's never lived awesome. somewhere where, like, oh, this is, like, this is a thing. Um, so, yeah, I got to try a bunch of things. I got to do, I always said, because people would ask me all the time, they're like, where's the best food in New Orleans? I'm like, oh, we well, have to go to someone's backyard like, mm-hmm. while they're making it. Because there's no restaurant that's going to be able to replicate, like, caring about this dish and not making just this amount for everyone here and that thing. So, yeah, there's, like, a, like, one of my favorite things is dirty rice. Oh, yes. I love done, dirty rice. Done too. right. Yeah. Uh, boudin was pretty good. Boudin okay. rules. Boudin rules. Um, gumbo, done... Again, done right. I'm just, they, that's the caveat. Like, it has to be done correctly, yeah. All about all that uh, southern food. Yeah. Now, did you go to the Snowcone place when you lived in New Orleans? Uh, yes. You did? Once okay. or twice. It was across the street from this gourmet hot dog place. Dead dog. What yeah, it, it, is, it is across from Dead Dog. Yeah. What is, what is this, the Snowcone place? Oh, please. Oh, well, I only know about it because I had a friend that used to work there, and it's one of those like really super old New Orleans places like the apparently even like the way they shave the ice is some old ass machine that mm-hmm. does it and they're like and they're delicious really it's good. really good do they like make their own syrups and shit or I don't know I don't even know that I don't, I don't know, know the answer. behind the scenes I don't know very well yeah, I just but no, it was a big like, deal. Uh, yeah, and it was just like, why is this such a big deal? And then you go there and you're like, oh. I feel, like you, I feel like you guys well. both tensed up and like had a secret you weren't going to tell me when I asked that question. Secretly. It's like, you, you gotta secretly, go. Jonathan, Miss Joey, and I have been, we were running the snow <laughs> in New Orleans. That's how we know each other. We're not giving you our secrets, Tom. <laughs> this is our business. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just, yeah, I'm a fan of the snow. I'm just a fan of the snow place. And I, yeah. I want to talk about, real quick, just to name them, my favorite restaurants in New Orleans. Yes. So whenever I meet someone who, and they, we talk about New Orleans, like, oh, I want to go someday, I always tell them, like, I don't care where we are in our lives. If you decide you're going and you buy a ticket, talk to me. Let me tell you some spots to go. So my top three places, and these are just, like, what I like, or top four, what I liked. Uh, number, coming in at number four is Company Burger. Okay. Uh, that dog is excluded because I already mentioned it. Company Burger, just a great burger, a, a local place. Um, very good. Uh, number three, Pizza Delicious. One of the best uh, pies ever. Get the margarita. 
Uh, it's in the Marigny. Uh, number two is Parkway. It's the best po' boy. I used to live like four blocks, so I get one every week. Tom, Tom parked up at sandwich. Yeah. Um, get the get the French fry one with the meat on it. Uh, Wait, there's French fries on it too. Oh, oh, daddy. And get a side of fries too. Okay, it's amazing. Uh, and then the best place is One Thousand Figs. It's the Mediterranean restaurant I worked at. You, we talked about that on your <clears throat> podcast a little mm-hmm, bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is. Uh, I, I eventually have to know how to make everything there, but like it is That's exciting. high quality food and it's delicious. Um, I told Kale and Lori to go and they went and they echoed like that was some of the best food we've ever had in our life. Hell yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I don't even know how you would pick at all the stuff that's there in New Orleans. It's mm-hmm. amazing. It's like overwhelming with choice. Yeah. Those, those are just four restaurants that are like locally owned and I've, I've frequented, I have eaten there at least over... Yeah, hundred times each. In the five years I lived there. Dang. Yeah. Great, 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 great spot. The Pizza Delicious and Company Burger did this uh, mashup where they made the pizza burger, where they replaced the buns with little slices of pizza. What? It was it was too much. It was greasy. I think that that was also the first time they did it, and then I left. I think they've done it a couple times since. But just the idea of a pizza burger to me it was like I'm absolutely going. Yeah, I'd eat the shit out of that. I would hate myself afterwards. Yeah, but, oh, boy. it'd be good. It'd be fine. You'd be in New Orleans. It's an experience. It's yeah, an experience. Yeah. So highly recommend any restaurant of those. Yeah. What I remember always in New Orleans, well, to be honest, I've been to New Orleans a bunch of times. Don't remember a lot about New Orleans, um, <laughs> but I remember there. Is always really good. You can get really good coffee almost everywhere, and mm-hmm. I I really appreciated that. And even just like little hole in the wall places were probably the places you'd want to go. Just oh, like yeah. a lot of other places in the world, and just like how many there's also just like so many bookstores and like little cafes next to bookstores. And I was just like, this is perfect. It's just like a literary city for drunk people. I was like, that's a little bit like, I want to live. I'm like, every time, every time I go, like within like three hours of being there, I'll be like, I'm moving here. I would like to live here. I'm moving here. And then, it's such a great yeah, way it's to awesome. It. Yeah. Literary place for drunk people. Yeah. And then they like, there'd be really cute. Like, like I think, is it called Faulkner books? It's like, it used to be like William Faulkner, like lived there at one point. There was like a bookstore that was like called that, but it was like so small. It was like smaller than a house. And I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. It, it, was, be- it was beautiful. Yeah. That reminds me of this story. Uh, when I was pedicabbing, uh, there was this dude who would come around. His name was Burrito Joe. And he would just make burritos at his house and ride around and sell them to pedicabbers and strippers to help oh. them get through their shifts. That rules. Um, uh, we should move. He he died shortly after I found out of a oh. cocaine overdose. Oh well. So oh, that's this is a sad and bad way to die. But tribute, Burrito Joe, one of the be- some of the best burritos I've ever had. Five, just, five bucks. He made them in a, what? Five dollars, and it was like a good amount, and it was just like there was one that was just like rice, sausage, chicken, and then all these other like that. It was just it was just like the it was it was. If you ran into him on your shift, it was like, I have been blessed. <laughs> I am going to get through tonight. Was he ha- out, like, all the time? No, it was it was, it was was sporadic. It was like, I probably had three or four over the course. One time I went to a restaurant, he actually worked out in the kitchen, and I bought a burger, and then I saw him, and I bought a burrito, and I ate the burrito and did not eat the burger until the next day. Because I was like, I want this now. <laughs> this is warm. I kind of love things like that. I don't know if we have any, like, Richmond equivalents, but that's, like, kind of like that, even at, like... Back, back home where I went to college at the farmers market, there would be things that would just be like you have to 
like, even to get, like, a chicken, like, a locally raised chicken, like, he would pre-order the chicken, or, like, hope that they'd have enough chicken, and then some of them didn't come here, and the man would be like, there's no chicken, and I would just be like, I have to wait another week for this goddamn chicken, like, why don't you have more chicken? <coughs> we just don't have enough, and that kind of, I love that kind of thing, um, I don't know, it, it's, it's like my passion for a Cobra Burger, local oh, Cobra Burger in town. It's just like, and sometimes they just don't have, they run out of, by the time we get there, there's not enough burgers. They don't have any more burgers. Mm. <laughs> have you had a Cobra burger? Mm-mm. Oh, boy, they are. Is that a cabana? No. no. It's, it's a separate thing. thing. Oh. Yeah, it's they a do pop-up. pop-ups, like, just sporadically. Oh, a good pop-up. And then it, <clears throat> it's one of the best burgers I've ever had in my entire life. And the last time it was so much sweeter that like they were like, oh, we're gonna hold the, the grill, but I was like, they'll hold the grill. We're like a little backed up, and I was like, I feel like they're running out. I feel like they're running out. And I told the lady, I was like, I'm here by myself because no one would come with me because they couldn't get it together to come fast enough because that's how much I love these burgers. And she was like, I love that. And then she's like, we'll call you in a little bit. And she was like, she was like, you got the last burger. And I was like. Oh, I'm going to just sit here and, like, enjoy this bliss. It was amazing. <laughs> the, the only thing that they're missing, which I know that they can't do probably because, I mean, they're a mobile burger thing, is I think that that burger is the perfect burger to have a, some sort of milkshake accompaniment. Ooh. Like, they need to be somewhere where you could get a milkshake as an option. Mm-hmm. That is That is something we need to talk about. I need to ask. Not right now. But how? Privately. Okay. That sound. That sounds tight. It sounds like something we could do. I'm gonna edit this part out. Okay. What do you mean? You mean like, like we bring our own milkshakes to a Cobra Burger? We could just. We could. We could just do it. Or like we could talk to them and be like, "Hey, we'll make milkshakes. Sell them your burgers." To, I don't know how to make a milkshake, but I would learn. It's so easy. We could make our ice cream. We could make the ice cream and then the milkshake. Yeah. Is a milkshake just, this is a dumb question, but is a milkshake just ice cream and milk? Or is there no milk? No, there's milk. Okay. Yeah, it's ice cream and milk, and then flavor. I used to make them with, uh, put cookies and cream ice cream, and then put Oreos in too. Ooh, you dirty dog. That sounds good. It's delicious. Yeah, I love a good cookies and cream. Oh, shit. That's good. I think the, uh, there's a, I can't think of the brand that I like, but it just always comes out soft. Uh, Turkey Hill. That's it. Nice. That's it. Red and gold. Though I'm kind of against, you know how like places do those fancy milkshakes with all the crap on the outside of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think I would be into that? I'm always like, no. There's. I don't know what the name of the place is. I think I don't even know if it's in Richmond. It might be like Deep Southside, but they do like essentially a sundae on top of a milkshake and like I don't want that I want yeah. a milkshake and I don't like it when it's like coating the glass yeah I'm like you're not doing that because it tastes good you're doing that so people will take an Instagram photo of it uh, and, and, that and makes then me, they'll come and then they'll come and be like I want to get this big crazy thing but it's like I just want I want all that flavor to be in the glass so I can eat it I want to be able to walk around with it yeah that's true yeah, yeah. milkshakes to go yeah yeah I'm but I think I'm, like, maybe a crazy person. Because now I'm starting to think about these burgers, and I'm like, but I can't get this burger. There's not a place. They had, they had, they were at the Vale, like, this Thursday. Yeah. I was going to... go. I was going to text you and ask if you would get one for me and bring it to me at work. If I could have, because that's not that far, I would have. 
I would have done it because then I could have gotten one too and just eaten it with someone. <laughs> you could have eaten it with me at work. But yeah, I know. Oh yeah, and there's beer. Are you allowed to drink? I don't. We're very off track. But are we allowed? To, are you allowed to drink where you work? No. Okay. That's fine. I don't know. Yes. Because <laughs> it's like basically like a bottle shop in like Growler's place. Yeah. So I like I didn't because I've never actually been in there, so I didn't know if there's like seats and like no the one in Short Pump. Uh, you can have like pints there and stuff. And we're actually, I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about it, but we're, the one on Boulevard, we're like getting uh, like a small kitchen set up and we'll have seats. Oh. So, you know, something to think about, y'all. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. What's, what would your fast food Frankenstein be? Like if you could have the ultimate fast food meal oh. consisting of like any fast food restaurants, what would you get? That is such an interesting question. Because um, I feel like there's so many go-tos. Like, the first thing you got to think of is, okay, where am I getting the fries? Like that, that You have to have fries. You have, you have to have fries, guaranteed. Um, and I mean, like, I guess I'm, I'm going to the home. The home's like Wendy's and McDonald's are what I, what I choose to go for when I get fries. I do like, like, BK Fries. I can't, I'm also blanking on any other fast food place other than those three. Really? Yeah. Waffle Fries are great, but I think I would probably have to go to Jimmy McDonald's, because those are the best fries. And get, like, a Wendy's, the sandwich I get there. But the double cheeseburger, to me, is just the perfect small sandwich, where mm-hmm. I don't feel bad eating one or two of those. Alright. Which chip Wendy's chicken sandwich do you get? Just the crispy chicken sandwich? I, I, what is it called? I swap between the, I think it's called Homestyle. Homestyle. And the Spicy. I love the spicy. I love the spicy too. The spicy makes me so excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With a frosty and oh. yes. oh, yeah, yeah. I haven't had that in a long time. It's good. Maybe Dip, that's what I'll get for lunch. <sighs> that sounds so good. I mean, we need to do. I need to do things today though, so that might not work out. Definitely not. <laughs> Don't want to be fueled by Wendy's. Meh. Well, sometimes I like get. Well, sometimes I get the Burger King Christmas chicken sandwich and a vanilla milkshake, and then I still go about my day. It's rough. The BK chicken sandwich is pretty good. But it's hot outside today, too, so... Yeah, I feel like maybe maybe. I'm, like, going to... Like, it makes... I don't know. Do y'all, like, have no appetite when it's this hot? Because I definitely do. I didn't realize it until, like, this week how, like, little I ate, because I was just like, look. Mm-hmm. And I love to eat. Yeah. I love eating. Yeah. I pretty much have to be, like, in my home where it's cold. And, like, be there for a little bit, and, like, this is my new norm, and then I'm like, oh, I'm hungry. Okay. This is what this feels like again. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, I just, like, every time I, like, even when I start to think about how hot it is, I'm just like, Ugh. I don't like eating, like, fucking picnics and shit. Uh, it makes me mad when people want to do that. And I'm like, like, now, like, it would be nice if, like, fall picnics were a thing. Yeah. That'd be lovely. Yeah. We should start that. Maybe it will be a thing. Picnic season. Yeah. September 21st. Let's do it. Okay. Every every summer growing up, we would go to West Virginia in August for a family reunion, and they were always outside in a field. And it's just like, we had all this heavy food, and we were expected to eat it. And like, <laughs> fuck that. Mm-hmm. Why can't we like Why rent a rec outside? center or something? Yeah. <laughs> There's a swimming pool. That's pretty That's cool. That's nice. But it's still like, fuck. I don't. 
But then even, like, if you're by a swimming pool, it's not like you really necessarily want to eat a whole bunch of heavy food. And Yeah, and swim. And swim. Ugh, that sounds terrible. They'll just sink. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite food? Have we talked to... Is it mashed potatoes? Favorite food is probably just chicken. Chicken? chicken? I, I mean, I feel like there's no way I wouldn't eat chicken. Like, how, how would you prepare chicken to try to get me to not eat it? Just boil it. Yeah, boil I it. I like boiled boiled chicken. Just, like, plain-ass boiled chicken? Um, I probably would be like, I don't love this, but I'd still eat it. Yeah. Yeah. If you had to serve it to me edible, I probably would still eat it. My grandma used to make something with that where she would pair it with some kind of like rice and it was just, she would like pull it off and then like put it in with the rice and mm. I think it was butter or something. But just like the simplicity of that to me is like, that's a, a recipe from when I was like 13. I can't see my own face, but I know I'm making a face. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like, I love chicken. I do. I'm a big, I'm a huge fan of chicken too. I don't like when people, like, act, make fun of people for really liking chicken and acting like it's basic. I'm like, it's not basic. It's versatile. Yeah, you can do anything with it. Mm-hmm. You can use the skin. You can... Oh, chicken skin. Mm-hmm. They're uh, selling just the chicken skin in, in bags now. No. Yes! <laughs> that's, that's fine, I guess. <laughs> Seems expensive. I bet it is expensive. But all of those things are expensive. True. It's probably... I mean, I mean, how many chickens would you have to buy to get that much chicken skin? I don't know, but it's, it's probably whoever, people like you that are buying the chicken boobs by themselves, that's where, where do you think that the skin's got to go somewhere? They're making them into the Oh, yeah. Chicks. Yeah. <laughs> chicken feet? Chicken feet? I've never eaten a chicken feet. I definitely would. I would. I would. Yeah. I, we use them in stocks a lot, so mm-hmm. I got to, like, get my hands on them a bunch. They're weird. They're all bendy in, like, different yeah. ways. I definitely see them a lot, mm-hmm. but I've never just eaten one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds terrible. Yeah. They got little nails. Yeah. <laughs> so you can pick your that's teeth fine. afterwards. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm not afraid of eating any food, I don't think. Yeah. Oh, man, I, but that must be like. Yeah. It's not going to kill you. Yeah. It's, I, it, it might not. Well, it might. Would you eat that blowfish or the pufferfish that, like, could maybe kill you? May. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. I feel like I would still eat it. It's very unlikely that it would kill you. Yeah, if it's prepared right. Yeah, they're not trying to kill you with it. <laughs> it's not a pure dice roll or something. Yeah. Like yeah. Stopping it. Like, they, they know what they're doing. Hopefully they just Hopefully. didn't have a bad day. I don't think I would eat um, something still alive. That, that is the thing that I would be too scared to do. Because I don't think... I think... One, I think it's, like, a little, like, that's mean. But also, I just, like, think, like, that's a... Like, the, like there are those, like, squids and things that people eat alive. And, like, sometimes they kill the person. Oh. Yeah, like a, like a live, like, octopus type thing. Like, yeah. I'm not eating anything. It's, like, still, like, moving around. No, yeah, moving. That was the thing that made yeah. me, like, wig out. <clears throat> moving. Yeah, I don't think I'd eat anything I'm, living. Like, still alive, no. But anything else, I feel like, is fair game. Mm-hmm. Would you eat a bug? Just like that? Um. Or, like, prepared? Prepared. Um, I think because I'm in this stage where I'm, like, try everything once. Like, minimum one time, I might do it. I, it. It depends. I don't know. It depends on my mindset at the time. But I, there are situations where I absolutely would. Hmm. The thing about me, I feel like, is, which is big, is texture plays a huge part of why I won't eat certain foods. Yeah, I'm a big texture guy myself. Mm-hmm. I don't like squishy. The first time I had, uh, yeah, same. First time I had Ethiopian... It was this whole thing. I was actually on LSD at the time, so like, let me try something new <laughs> at, while I'm doing this. 
And there was a lot of food that I probably would have been like hesitant to eat just because of the texture or things I didn't like. But I'm like, I'm do this so I try everything and experience it in this different way. And actually, yeah, I liked it a lot. I'm surprised you could eat on acid. It was like towards the end. Okay. Yeah, I don't imagine. I've never done LSD, but um, I couldn't imagine wanting to eat. Mm-hmm. I get a weird feeling in my stomach every time I do acid, and it lasts like two days. It's like this yeah. weird like coating. I don't. I don't. It just like it feels like I can't eat food. I might not have done like that much then. I don't like see any fractals or anything, but no. like. Um, we were at the river all day, so I was like, my body was like, yeah, I think we need to eat. And mm-hmm. I, I was with Anthony, who wasn't, you know, he was like, I'm hungry. I'm like, oh, I guess we're getting food now. Cool, I'm here for a Awesome. Food. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, let's do something I've never had before. I thought that'd be a fun experience. Where'd y'all go? For Addie's. Huh? Addie's. Addie's. Where's that? Uh, Shaco? Is that the right area? Is that, isn't that, yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I haven't even heard of it. Yeah. I've actually not had it, but I've heard of it yeah and I think that's one of the only Ethiopian places around now because whatchamacallit is no longer open Nile Nile is that the one over in the museum district that one was closer to like what is the area called by campus called the fam what would you call campus. that campus uh, yeah uh, but they moved to Portrait House and then Portrait House closed oh that's right I and heard. then I thought they moved to Church Hill oh maybe they are still there to the internet I like to imagine all the people sitting at home listening to this as we Google. I'm here for it. It says they're open. Oh, okay. 306 North 29th Street. Ooh, DoorDash. Ooh. I'll have to go. I remember liking that food. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It was good. I think I assume if something moves that it's gone forever. (laughs) (laughs) What else do you guys want to talk about? Do you have any more questions? Prepared? I feel like we asked all of the questions uh, that I had. But. Flamin' Hot Cheetos, how do you feel about them? Oh, don't like. You don't, you don't like? like them? I've tried them once, and they, made, they hurt my stomach. Mm-hmm. Did you, you eat, like, a lot of them? No, I ate, like, probably a quarter of a bag that size. Yeah. And I was, just, I was just like, yeah, I don't enjoy these. <laughs> Maybe so they didn't grow up eating them, like, um, is the trend. Did you grow up eating any, like, junk food? Oh, God, yeah. I mean, I probably can't name it all, but my go-to was the cheddar and sour cream ruffles. That's my, that nice. was my favorite mm, That's a good choice of a chip. Mm-hmm. Put them on, like, a turkey sandwich with the with the ranch dip that the Lay's has. Ooh. That was On the sandwich? On oh, the sandwich. God, you were an innovator. I, I, I literally, I was just talking yeah. about that last night. I was like, I thought I invented it, because my parents hadn't seen that before, <laughs> and they were impressed. Like, you're going to make your chip dip sandwich over there? Yes, I am. That sounds tight. That sounds mm-hmm. very good. It's very, it's delicious. I'd probably still make that if I used, like, if I bought those. Mm-hmm. Mm. Here's one, just because I want to know, because I, I need new recommendations. What are, like, some of your favorite restaurants, like, in Richmond? In Richmond? Um, oh, Hibachi Box. I've not been there. I okay. Been there. That's on Harrison. 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 Right across from Christian's. Yeah. Right under Edo's. It's also close to the, the bubble tea place. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is. I don't. I didn't like their bubble tea. But see, they have, like, these very <laughs> sugary ones that are only available on the weekends sometimes. That's where you go, when you go, and get those ones. See, Hibachi Box is definitely one of my favorite ones. Um, 
can't even... It's that typical thing where it's like, oh, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I can't think of anything. I'll think of it as we go. I get the club at Terrence a lot. The club at Terrence? Okay. I think Terrence is a solid choice. Mm-hmm. I, don't think I've, I don't think I've ever actually eaten Terrence. I've only... We had to drinks. go one time just because it's a, like a mainstay. We should go. Oh, actually, I ate at Terrence West for... Oh, I've never been there. I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but it's like for my parents' uh, anniversary or something, and they live out there. I uh, I like the chicken salad sandwich at uh, Saison. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good. That's a go-to for the, the quick fried chicken sandwich from Saison too that's is really killer. The chicken biscuit there, I think, with all the like the chicken biscuit with like all the fixins, mm-hmm. is like one of the best things I've ever eaten in my entire life. I, the, yeah. the gravy and the egg and all the other stuff and the hot sauce. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. Just kill me right after that. I want to look up. Uh, <laughs> where I go because I feel like the fact that I can only name like one or two places is depressing I just want to know where people are going I feel like Secret Sandwich Society is a good spot yeah Yeah. that's (laughs) a solid choice that's definitely a good one let's see Uh, I like Kava Kava is like the, the the only Mediterranean like esque thing I can like get my hands on here. There is um, another place not too far away from here called Demi. Demi. Yeah. Oh, on MacArthur Avenue. Yeah. Um, oh, you know it's a fun one, Galaxy. Galaxy. Galaxy's like been in such a long time. That is my favorite place to go, and it's like, what do you want to eat? I don't know. Alright, let's go to Galaxy. Because they have fucking everything. Uh-huh. Yeah, That's like a good place, because you can get like I don't know, I like it if I can get some onion rings, but then you could also get if you want, they have fried Oreos there. Fried That's a good, pickles. Ugh, I, I love fried pickles. pickles. Disgusting. <laughs> Lalo's, that's another that's where I get I haven't been there. I've a lot of people have been talking about that? Nice again. Yeah. Okay. I go, I go all the time when I go there. That's my that's my favorite thing. Is it Mexican? It's mostly tacos. Mostly they have everything. They have everything, like a typical okay. menu. Uh, let's see. Um, Thai. Thai food. Mom Sam. Mom Sam. Mom Sam is good. I'm Solid. very close now. I'm like three blocks away from it where that's, I live now. That's awesome. Oh yeah, I can walk there. I really wanted City Dogs to be better. No 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 shade, but I get. I'm coming from Dat Dog. Okay. They use, well, they use Hawaiian sweet if we don't want the If we don't want the city dogs people to come after us. Yeah, city dogs, I do not feel that way. I'd like to tell y'all that I, I love everything you do. I love the corn dog nuggets. Me too, I think that's a slap with cheese. I have only had it once. Oh, so so you gotta go back. I gotta, I'm down to go back for sure. Mm-hmm. Get the Richmond dog and the... Carolina dog. Those those are my go-tos when I go to City Dogs. I feel like I've actually that place is one of the few places that I've gotten. I've tried like a different one every time, mm-hmm. and I've liked all of them. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. I should go back. And chopped. I said chopped earlier. But chopped. I've never been to chopped. It's so hard to go out there, but I just that's in Willow Lawn, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I it's so good. <laughs> it's like a real big salad, and it's just like. I get like a hot one that's like, like rice in it, like chicken and black beans, uh, just everything I love. A hot salad. I don't know how I feel about a hot salad. It's good. I like a like if you eat like a crispy chicken salad, a warm cr- chicken salad over some lettuce. That's good. Mm-hmm. I like like wilted sour sa- sours, salads. Uh, 
like with a warm dress, like a spinach mm-hmm. salad, like a warm That's good. dressing. The last go-to I have is Uptown Deli. Uptown Deli. Get That's another friend. place that I've never been. Never been there. I've only been there like a couple times, and it was it was good. I don't remember. Get the Richmond. The Richmond. Yeah. That's the Hi. place that um, our friend Rachel March and I could never think of the name of because we we would we for a long time thought it was a magical restaurant that just appeared while you were drunk and she and because we'd be like really like what's that place called and and she would be like no, I don't I think we don't know because we're not drunk right now and we're never gonna find it like we were really like I don't know yeah for a really long time it's like one of my favorite places and for a while I couldn't remember the name of it too, yeah so I, I, I feel yeah. Like- yeah, but I think I've only had, I've never had the food. I think I've only had, like, sodas and chips from there. Mm-hmm. Like, never really eaten it. Maybe today's the day. I'm so hungry now. Mm-hmm. You're making me hungry. It's Boom. working. The show rules. <laughs> I'm glad I scarfed down a sub before we did this. Although I am, like, kind of hungry. Still. You only ate half the sub, as far as I saw. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I didn't even touch the fries in the microwave. I know. I'm going to save those for later. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll get drunk tonight and eat the rest of it. How do y'all, how do y'all reheat fries? Uh, well, I have the privilege of having a roommate that has an air fryer. Oh, you do the air fryer? That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I use that bad boy. I haven't seen any fries anywhere in, like, three years to reheat, so <laughs> I'm... Yeah. yeah. They would just, like, disappear. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I would probably do them in the oven, though. Yeah, that, the the toaster oven is what I used to do. Mm-hmm. I love I, toaster oven, best appliance. Well, toaster oven's so good. You can you, you you just use it as an oven. Mm-hmm. I love it. If you're just one little person, yeah, it's more than enough. That's what I make my nachos in. Mm-hmm. Heat my pizza in. Oh, nachos! Maybe I'll make those. I need to figure out a lunch that I'm going to be able to go and eat, and then come back because I have other things to do today, though. But all I want is, like, a plate of, a tray of nachos, like, the size of the desk that I'm sitting at, which is a large desk. Oh, that would be incredible. And it's I would make them. They would be Good great. chips everywhere. So I'll probably end up eating cold cuts, which is so delicious, but it'll keep me energized. I think I'm going to have a chicken salad sandwich on Saison. Ooh, that's nice. a good choice. I feel like they're, they, they are... So I remember I hadn't had them for a very long time, and there was this debate between Joe and Anthony, and they were like, I love them, I don't. And so I was like, they put it to me, and like, okay, whatever you say will be the choice. And they, like, redid it. It's way better than it used to be. Now it's a good, now it's a staple between all of us. Hmm. Well, how recently did they change it? Uh, I think, like, six months ago. Oh, I gotta try it then. Mm-hmm. You really should. That's pretty good. So I, had, I think I had it, like, a year ago, a year and a half ago. Is that your practice? Sounds right. Cool. I have no final thoughts. I have no final thoughts either. I'm sorry. Jonathan, do you want to lay some knowledge on us real quick about anything? Um, any, any food tips, hacks? Food tips or hacks. Um, I feel like this is known, but having had experience with this, I feel like this is the track down one where it's like, if you want to make good food, I feel like you have to start with really good ingredients. You have oh, to yeah. Yeah, be very, be very picky key. about it. Be very aware of that. Like, don't just be like, oh, I can get this and this will get by. Like, I think the best food, especially when you're making, like, if you're making uh, dishes for people to enjoy or if you're working in a restaurant, like, 
it starts at the very beginning with what you're putting into it and how you go about preparing those things. So, my experience in kitchens has taught me that. Yeah, ingredients matter. Yeah. Which is like one of the reasons why I think I'm so picky with like what I like. I won't cook because I'm like I won't I won't do it right, so I'm not going to do it. Mm. I'm not going to get great ingredients. I'm not going to prepare them the right way. So better not do it. But fucking do it. It's so great. Yeah, you should. Yeah, you should do it. They also say you gotta break a bunch of eggs to make an omelet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all break an egg. You're with welcome. One hand? Last question. No, no I, egg with one hand? no I, I cannot do that. I cannot. I've been working in restaurants for 15 years, and I still cannot break an egg with one hand. How can uh, you try? Every time I crack eggs, <laughs> like I, the first one, I'll always try, and like I can get it sometimes, but I'm not comfortable enough to where I can just like do it. Mm-hmm. And I think people I work with hate me for it. For not being able to do that? Yeah, because I like... Because you're like less of a... I, I'm slower at it. <laughs> yeah. Um, can you peel a boiled egg um, where the peel is on one strip? Nope. Ooh. I know I have. I usually don't I try have. to do that. I always... I can't do it with oranges either. Like oranges are really safe to do I can do both of those things. <laughs> Rub it in. Yeah. I'm impressive. <laughs> I'm impressive. I'll crack, you peel. And I'll just watch. Yeah. Make something real gross. <laughs> <laughs> just like raw eggs and boiled eggs and oranges. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alright, I'm I'm done talking. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Very This episode is brought to you by the RVA Podcast Network. Find more information at rvapodcast.org.